0: And on this Canada Day weekend, a lot of us looking forward to just a little bit of downtime, a chance to maybe kick back, relax, enjoy some time with family and friends, and maybe even uh, catch uh, some live music around town. Lots of it going on, too, including, of course, the TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival. And here to talk more about that is Nina Horvath, the executive director of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. Nina, good morning and welcome.
1: Thank you. Good
0: morning. It's good of you to join us today on the middle of Canada Day weekend. Uh, Tell us more about the TD International Jazz Festival. First of all, the, the nuts and bolts, if you don't mind, Nina, from when to when.
1: For sure. So we started on June 24th, and we've got two more days. Our last day is tomorrow, July 3rd.
0: And we've had all sorts of venues all over town, some of them ticketed, some of them free. And on this Canada Day weekend, where are you recommending people go to just take in a little live music?
1: Right, So our week, our festival closes at David Lamb Park this weekend. So we're there today and tomorrow with music starting from noon and running until about 9.45 in the evening. There's outdoor shows, there's beer garden, there's food vendors. We've also got indoor shows running all day in the roundhouse. And all that programming is free. You can also check out music on Granville Island and we've got shows at High Hall and the Ironworks over on the east side.
0: Indeed. So now let's talk about what's been happening. Uh, we'll pick up where we are uh, this weekend as on the closing weekend. But let's talk, Nina, about the last couple of years because, of course, like most other events that were scheduled to go forward in this city, they had to be, in some cases, modified and in other cases just flat out canceled. How did the, the International Jazz Festival cope with the last couple of years?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a couple challenging years for live music. 2020 for us, we had to fully cancel all of the performances. Yeah. Um, you know, which is really tough when you've already planned a fantastic lineup and you have to tell artists that we can't run anything. So we are proud that that year we were able to give at least partial fees to artists to offset the the shock of that. Mm-hmm. And last year, we, did a, we were able to do a hybrid festival. So we did mostly live streamed performances. And if you recall, we were right at the time when we moved into stage three last year. So kind of right in the middle of the festival, we had to pick up and change everything. We're able to open odd, just small numbers of audiences.
0: Right, right. I can remember so this that. Was
1: really the, yeah, this is really the first full in-person festival since 2019.
0: Well, I'm I'm thinking, too, that, you know, in terms of the performers, uh, in many cases, uh, and and of course, this is a circuit, and a lot of them will go from this uh, jazz festival in Vancouver to one in Edmonton to one in Calgary and so on and so forth. But for a lot of these performers, they haven't had a lot of chance to work out for the last couple of years in front of real humans either, have they?
1: No, that's right. Actually, yesterday, we had a band candle who they've all played as musicians for a really long time, but they formed this band over the pandemic. and you have mostly been rehearsing and recording that way. And so the last night was actually their first live performance together as a band, even uh-huh. so it it's really uh, it's a really happy time for musicians so that we can all be playing live again
0: and how about and how about how about those of us who enjoy them nina how about i was going to ask you about <laughs> demand if, if there's if there's a pent-up uh, anticipation for the performers to get out there and do their thing how about demand for those of us who want to see that stuff
1: Yeah, you know, it's a mixture. There's a couple, I think there's some people who are still a little nervous to come out to shows, but fortunately we have outdoor programming Mm -hmm. as well, which is a great opportunity if you still aren't ready to come inside a theater. Um, But, you know, and the audiences we have had have been pretty full and really happy to be out there listening to music
0: and you were talking now about some of the other venues performance works uh, is has been one of those venues and you're you're not finished there are you uh there's still more to come this weekend
1: that's right. We have one more show, actually. Unfortunately, our artists who were supposed to come on July 3rd had to cancel. But tonight we've got the Blue and Gold there and a double bill with them and Great Aunt Ida. So it'll be a little bit more of a blues-tinged show for folks interested in that one. Uh-huh.
0: And Ironworks is also uh, their stuff tonight at Ironworks, is there not?
1: Yeah, yeah, you got it. There's stuff at Ironworks tonight and tomorrow. So that starts their shows at 5 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and 11.30. So it goes way late into the night. So... We've got some great local and visiting artists there. It's actually a band from Sweden starting things off at 9 p.m. tonight.
0: What can you tell us about tickets in advance and demand? Because it's a Saturday night in the middle of Canada Day weekend. A lot of people just kind of of floating and, hey, why don't we go grab some live music a little later on? Let's just show up and there'll be lots of seats. Is that the case or is it smart to get on the ticket thing right now, jump online and, and book them?
1: Well, we always love when people book tickets in advance, coastaljazz.ca. Um, most of the shows still do have some room, but you never know, so it's always good to do it early. Uh, but if you want to come up to the door, we can also do that. Okay. There's so also, I should make sure I mention that uh, we've got Lucinda Williams tonight at the Queen Elizabeth Theater, so that's kind of our big closing show of the festival. So. That's,
0: and I'm glad people you to know
1: about that. Absolutely,
0: one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you took a second to remind us of Lucinda Williams at the Queen Elizabeth tonight. So, again, the ticket's still available
1: available for that one? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, she's got big space. So we've got some space available. It'll be great seats. Really excited to hear her. And we just added an opening act to that show just about a week ago. So Colin Linden, a really well-known Canadian guitarist. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Interesting. So Nina, Holly, you mentioned uh, when you had to cancel a couple of years ago with all of the COVID stuff and you were able to uh, advance some money to people who were, had the rug pulled out from under them and so on, and talked a little bit about the planning that had gone and the disappointment that accompanied it. But now that we're back up and running, how long have you been planning to make this thing this year uh, back and, and up and running? How, how, how many months in advance has this work started?
1: Sure. I mean, it starts, I mean, some artists take years to plan to come, but, you know, the, the planning in earnest probably starts at about September. So it takes almost a full year to get it going.
0: And how, how large a group are you that puts this thing together?
1: Right. So our core staff right now, the ones who are active year round, it's somewhere around excuse me, six to eight people. And then, of course, at festival time, we grow to many, many more than that. You know, I don't even have a full count of it. We've probably got upwards of 60 folks working, though, between sound crew and everything. And then we have a huge number of volunteers who also help with the festival. I think we've got over 400 this year doing... A lot a lot of work for us which well, we really appreciate and really
0: just take a second to thank those volunteers in any kind of festival organization the, the work of the volunteers highly underrated typically when credit is being handed out but really without whom festivals and other such events simply don't function terribly well do they
1: oh absolutely we would really truly be lost without them so i mean you know they put in a thousands literally of hours doing anything from helping in the office to being on site to helping with artists, hospitality and setup. up. So and we've got some who have been with us almost at the start of the festivals. So they're really dedicated. And we, we wouldn't be ourselves without that.
0: Absolutely. Last weekend of the TD International Jazz Festival for Vancouver 22, coastaljazz.ca is where you go for all the details and ticket information as well. Nina Horvath is the executive director of the Grand Fromage of this, uh, this year's festival. Thanks for getting up early to do this with us, Nina. Enjoy your last weekend.
1: Thanks so much. Hope to see some of you out there.